Good morning, and welcome to another mini Monday episode of Crime Over Coffee. We're your hosts. I'm Erica. And I'm Abby. Today, we're going to tell you about the death of Paul Tereshuk. So pour yourselves a strong cup of joe and let's dive in. On September 10th, 2018, 26-year-old Paul Tereshuk was seen walking down Interstate 95 in Orangeburg County, South Carolina. A truck driver was pulled over on the side of the road and saw Paul walking down the interstate completely naked. Paul started walking towards the truck, which kind of freaked out the truck driver, so he ended up taking off and going down the interstate. A little ways later, he realized that Paul was on top of his truck. So he called police who came and met up with the truck driver and Paul on the side of the interstate and convinced Paul to climb down off of the truck. At this point, EMS shows up because they were pretty sure something was going on with Paul. The police officers were convinced he was either on drugs or drinking. When the EMS came, they put him in the back and gave him some clothing and were speaking with him and trying to figure out what was going on. Paul was completely unresponsive. He was just kind of sitting there staring blank. The only thing he would give them is like a head nod or just kind of blank stares. They were asking him his name and asking him questions and he just was not responding. Now, the story has gotten a lot of coverage because of how the EMS and police officers were acting towards Paul. So some important information about Paul, he had schizoaffective disorder, which led him to have delusions and hallucinations. And this was really affecting him in recent times up until this event. He had been getting a little bit better and getting it under control. And his family said he was getting on with his life. However, when he gets picked up by the police and EMS, they don't know his name, they don't know anything, and their reaction is to basically kind of yell and berate him. One of the officers, Officer Dorowski, who is an officer with the Santee Police Department, had a body cam, which caught a lot of this event. Throughout it, you can hear him talking about how Paul is probably drunk and he has to be drunk from how he's acting. And the EMS, there were a couple of women in the back of the EMS who were kind of yelling at Paul saying, there's some cuss words in here. I'm not going to say them, but I'm being effing serious. I'm sleepy. Give me your damn name so I can go home. They are just in this video. A lot of the clips are available online. I recommend you go watch them, but they're just kind of not treating Paul well. They then put an ammonia capsule up Paul's nose, which this is used in unresponsive patients who they think are kind of just like not responding on purpose like Paul was doing and what they thought he was doing because it is strong enough that it should make you react to it. And they put one up his nose and he literally doesn't even flinch. They start saying, do you want to go to jail? Do you want to go to the hospital? And Paul just shakes and said no. So... Deputy Dorowski says, I'll figure out where you live and give you a ride to a safe environment. However, this is not what happens. It is nearly 2 a.m. at this point, and Dorowski takes Paul and puts him in the back of his police car and drives him about 15 miles to a gas station, which is closed, by the way, and drops Paul off there. 
Paul has no shoes, no shirt, no phone, no ID, no money, nothing. So he just drops him off at this closed gas station 50 miles away. Paul clearly has no idea what's going on. That doesn't seem very helpful of the officer to drop him off at a closed gas station without anything. No, he says, I'm going to take you to a safe environment. I don't consider that safe. (laughs) With Like, he's clearly going through something. About somewhere around four to five hours later, a call comes into dispatch. A woman says she has run into a man on Interstate 95, and she is not sure if he's alive. EMS, the same EMS, ends up at the scene, and it is, in fact, Paul, and he has been killed by this impact. They run a toxicology report on Paul, as you do when someone passes away, and it was completely clean. He had no drugs or alcohol in his system. The mystery has been solved. Here at Crime Over Coffee, our go-to caffeinated beverage for every episode is Fire Department Coffee. And you can get some as well and save 15% with our exclusive coupon code CRIMEPOD15. Owned and operated by firefighters and veterans, 10% of all their proceeds go directly to helping sick and injured first responders. And with an incredible range of flavors and caffeine strength, it's a company that all of us can easily support. So please go to firedeptcoffee.com and use our coupon code CRIMEPOD15 to support us, support them, help first responders, and get some incredibly tasty coffee along the way. Now, understandably, I think, Paul's parents, Cindy and Paul, his name's Paul as well, are not happy. They're not happy with the cop who dropped him off. They're not happy with the EMS who didn't take him to the hospital when clearly was something going on. They're also very unhappy with how he was treated throughout this whole duration. And I think especially knowing that he's schizophrenic and has some mental health issues, I would be livid. I definitely think that the officer and maybe even the EMTs did not act appropriately in this situation, and they probably should have handled it differently. I'm not saying that they should have known just off the bat that he had schizophrenia, but... Well, no, there's no way you can just magically know that. I just, I feel like they could have put a little bit more effort in and spent a little bit more time trying to actually figure out what's going on with him. Because even if he was not schizophrenic and he was just having like a terrible moment where he was like drunk or on drugs, then they could have put in a little bit more effort where they actually took him somewhere that is actually considered safe. Right. And the only thing that even comes of this, one of the EMS women, Allison Harmon, was put on probation for a while. She also, throughout this situation, uses some words that are not to be used against someone that has mental illnesses. You guys can probably figure out what I'm talking about. She was put on probation. Allison Harmon also had her license suspended for six months after these events transpired. And that was basically it. So nothing happened to the cop? No. I think what all they did was they kind of did an investigation, quote unquote, the police department did an investigation into it. Paul and Cindy have tried to press charges, but the state refused to prosecute against them. In 2019, the family hired an investigator who gathered a lot of information through the Freedom of Information Act. And they did file a lawsuit against some of the people involved, the officers, 
as of right now, I don't think anything has come of it. Within the lawsuit, they also identified Allison Harmon, the EMT I talked about, and some of the other entities who were involved in the situation, such as Highway Patrol, the Orangeburg County Sheriff's Office, the Santee Police Department, and the Orangeburg EMS. From what I've gathered reading about this lawsuit, it is more directly aimed at Officer Drosky and him dropping off Paul at that gas station and not really what they would consider doing is due diligence as a police officer to keep him safe. There are a lot of investigations going on. This is a case that has gotten a lot of public attention. So I think they're probably under quite a bit of pressure to figure this out. I'm also wondering just with current times if this is something that's going to get reignited and brought to light. Paul and Cindy have a pretty active Facebook page regarding Paul's case that I recommend you go check out. There is also a place where you can sign a petition. Paul and Cindy have been lobbying Congress to make some changes in laws regarding situations like these. They just From what they say, they don't want this to happen to anyone else and don't want any other families to go through what they went through. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Crime Over Coffee. You can find us on Instagram at Crime Over Coffee or on Facebook at Crime Over Coffee Podcast, where all of our photo and video content for each episode can be found. You can also email us your thoughts and case suggestions at crimeovercoffeepod at outlook.com. Also, all of our sources can be found in the show notes of each episode. If you would like, you can support us by going to anchor.fm slash crimeovercoffee. Donations are greatly appreciated and assist in making the podcast possible. Other ways to support us include recommending us to friends and family, giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and subscribing to us on your favorite podcast listening medium. So again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.